We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by So Rare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try So Rare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 180 clubs at So Rare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E.com. I am Adam Zdroik back for the show, joined by Jordan Cooper and Ryan Belangi. We're talking Saturday's three-game slate a uh, little smaller than it was last week. And I listened to the show you guys did last week. It, se- it seemed like um, you're stacking one of the big favorites or you're kind of picking and choosing from one of those teams. This week it looks like uh, kind of Chelsea or or bust. Um, I mean, it's, it'll be kind of hard to fade Chelsea on this slate, right? Not necessarily. I mean, I mean Chelsea aren't that high scoring of a team that, I mean, in comparison to the other two teams on the slate, but – I don't think people may not realize how much of a favorite Brentford is over Norwich. I mean, we currently have Chelsea minus 400 against Burnley at home. Brentford's at home minus 175 against Norwich. And then we have a pick em matchup, Crystal Palace at home plus 140 against the Wolves. Uh, but, I mean, Chelsea's not really the type of team. I mean, we typically target, like, their fullbacks, you know, center forward, like, I mean, obviously, Giorgino's priced up, even though he seems to get a penalty every single week. Uh, I mean, for, for GPP, I mean, even for cash, uh, do, you, do you think, Ryan, that depending on Brentford's lineup, that's quite possible some of these Brentford guys actually go under-owned in comparison? Because according to our, our cheat sheet, which is at Roto-Wire, Go sign up for a subscription, rotowire.com slash free trial. You get these. The implied goal scoring for uh, for Chelsea is 2.19. Brentford's 1.74, so not like that far behind. Same for the clean sheet equity. So we have Ivan Tony as actually the highest goal scoring odds on the slate at minus 105. Havertz at plus 115. But... Brentford outside of Tony is pretty much cheaper than Chelsea. So I don't think it's, I don't think it's a forgotten conclusion that it's like, Oh, just take as much Chelsea as you can. And, uh, and, and get there. 
I think a lot of the field may do that, but I'm interested in a lot, a lot of these, these cheaper uh, Brentford options, you know, th- depending on how they line up, like the Godoses and the, and the Norgards and Janelt and their fullbacks. Uh, Cause I, th- I think uh, in re- uh, comparison to the Chelsea players, I think they're going to be under own. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. I agree. I, I think they'll be under owned. Um, partly because their set piece situation is a little bit of a mess if if uh, Matthias Jensen doesn't start and I don't see him, you know, in the expected lineups. So I mean, who's gonna take you know who's gonna take Brentford sets? Maybe Godos, maybe Canos, maybe Janault, maybe Umbuemo. Um Yeah, I like Tony, um, but I think a lot of people will like Tony when they see his goal scoring odds and just a matchup against Norwich. Um, I think I'm more a little bit more drawn towards Chelsea than you. And it's almost by default, like take take it's it's a three game slate. So it's like we don't have many options and it's even less. So when you look at the the Palace Wolves game, like if if uh, Milivojevic starts, you know, that kind of takes Connor Gallagher out. And you don't really want to play Milivojevic, no, really, no matter what. And then on the Wolves side, John Matinho is basically unplayable. Um, they have a couple other uh, spots you could maybe go, but, you know, Burnley's kind of eliminated. Uh, Norwich, I don't know. They might have one or two plays. So, like, even though Chelsea might not be, like, uh, normally the greatest target for, for DFS, um, an implied goal total of 2.2 against, uh, like, a Burnley team that allows a lot of fantasy points. I don't know. I'm having a tough time not having a few Chelsea pieces in my lineup. Um, but I agree with you that they're going to be really popular. So f- for GPPs, um, targeting Brentford or somebody else makes a lot of sense. What do you think, Ryan, the the ownership-wise on the Chelsea pieces from like a ranking perspective? Because based on positional constraints, I'm going to I'm going to expect that uh Number, I think, I think the most, it's weird to say, I think the most owned player on the slate is going to be Havertz at uh, 8,200 only because I think the forward position is much harder to fill this week than the defender positions. And, and depending on how Chelsea lines up, if they line up with Chilwell and James, I think the ownership on them will cannibalize one another. There may be lineups that have both of them, but they're both expensive, 7,800 and 7,500. But if you're going to play Chelsea, you're going to play, I think, Havertz because he fills a forward spot first. One of the Chelsea defenders, and then the number three own guy is going to be Hakeem Ziyech in the midfield spot at 7,400. And this is especially so if Milivojevic starts. I'm not even sure if I play Conor Gallagher at 9,100, even if Milivojevic doesn't start. But for our Chelsea stack, the, the only issue that I have with Ziyech is that it's very rare that he plays 90 minutes. But if he's going to take a, 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 a large share of their set pieces without Mountain and uh, and play 72, like if he were to play 90, he should be priced at 9,000. So to play 72 minutes, like 7,400 seems appropriate given that he's probably not going to play the full game. Yeah, uh, I agree with everything you said, I think. Uh, weird to say, but I agree Havertz will be the most popular um, 
for sure of the Chelsea attackers. Yeah, because forward's a tough position to fill. And, you know, he's kind of cheap playing center forward and uh, probably going to play 90 minutes. Um, Are you guys talking I, cash? Yeah. Well, anything, I mean, it's a three-game slate. Cash lineups and GPP lineups aren't going to look that dramatically different. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would even say for cash, yeah. I mean, I think, like, he'd he'd probably be the first forward in my cash lineup. I don't know. It's weird to say, but I guess we can get to that in a second. There are a couple of other options. Yeah. I think uh, James and Chilwell, um, of course they'll be, you know, they're going to be really popular because it's a three game slate, but so, yeah, I think they will cannibalize some of each other's ownership. I think some people will play both. Um, And then ZH. Yeah. You know, He's probably priced appropriately because he's only going to play 70 minutes. Um, but I think, you know, I think you can fade all of these guys. I, I you know, I definitely understand what you were saying at uh, when you first uh, at the beginning of the podcast. Um, Chilwell and James took well, James hasn't taken a set piece since September, I saw. And uh, Chilwell took one the last game, two the game before, and ZH took more of them. So, I mean, that's big price tags for those guys. And just back to ZH, I mean, we see him bust all the time in this spot. I mean, there's plenty of times when he's going to finish with seven or eight points. Um, So I do think you can fade all these guys. And it makes sense, like, from an an ownership and uh, point of view. You'll be able to get big leverage if you uh, have one Chelsea piece, for instance. well, yeah, the issue, the issue Ryan and Cash, since to get to more of a cash lineup, is that if you play Havertz in one spot, where are you going for your second forward spot? Yeah, so this is a tough one. Like, I, I, th- I there, there's one person there that I think people may consider playing, but based on lineup construction, uh, I don't think he's necessary, and I think he's overpriced, and that's Milos Rajicka mm-hmm. at eight thousand for Norwich. If he's in the starting lineup, but we haven't projected in share of set pieces, but not a monopoly. He does cross the ball a lot, but Norwich are the second biggest. I know it's a three game slate, but I don't think, I don't think people realize may realize that Brentford Norwich is much more of a one-sided game than, you know, you hear Brentford Norwich, you go, okay, two, two pretty bad teams. Brentford is a much better team than Norwich. And do I want to pay 8,000 for a guy that has very low goal scoring odds uh, has half the set pieces, possibly good open play value, but lower upside where it seems like I could play players for cheaper that may have, may have a slightly less floor, slightly lower floor, but a way higher ceiling way more. I mean, I, I take a look at that range and I go, if I want to play Regisha, why don't I just play Callum Hudson, Adoy? At 7,900. And if I'm going to play Callum Hudson-Odoi, why don't I play Wilfred Zaha at 7,500? Why don't I play Mbueno at 7,200? Why don't I play Eduard if he starts for Crystal Palace at 6,000? And why don't I just keep on going? Why don't I play Ayu then? If I'm going to play him, why don't I go down? And why don't I play Godos if he's in the lineup? Why don't I play, uh, uh, looking looking through all these, I mean, Pookie, for crying out loud. Like, I'm that's probably not where I'm going to go. So, like, I, I take a look I take a look at all of all of these players and I go, what am I really paying $8,000 for? Like just so I, instead of having a six point floor, I have an eight point floor. Like, is it worth the 2000? Like w- would I much rather have Rajishka and like the cheapest goalkeeper 
or a punt defender? Or would I rather just pay down a little and then get a goalkeeper with good cleat sheet odds or a defender that doesn't have a, you know, a three point floor? Yeah. Um, so at first I was, at first, I think I agreed with you that, um, I don't know. Yeah, I agreed with you that I didn't think Rajiska was ne- necessary. I still don't, but uh, I've warmed towards the idea a little bit, actually, um, because you're there's not going to be a lot of goals on this slate. I mean, like his floor, let's just, if, if he plays 90 minutes, in my opinion, he, ha- he still has the highest floor on the slate. I mean, I don't know, take like the Chelsea defenders out maybe, but like, I don't think there's many, like, okay, if you save the salary, I mean, who are you going to spend it on? There's not like guaranteed points out there, whereas his like kind of are, and yeah, you might be giving up some upside, but there isn't upside on this slate. I mean, okay, Brentford, sure, but like... You don't really want to target the Palace Wolves game, low totals in that game. Um, People don't have floors in that game either. I mean, except for Gallagher, if he has sets. Uh, Burnley, we said, is kind of out of the picture. Chelsea, there's not really floor. I mean, Havertz uh, Havertz doesn't have much of a floor. I mean, but besides Havertz, Ziyech, and those guys, like, where are you going to go, I guess, is my point. Like, it seems okay to just take 10 points from Rashika because you're not going to get beat by goals. But the, the point that I'm making is more of a comparison to other players on the slate that you could roster instead. So Rajishka is 8,000. Would you rather have Ziyech? Would you rather have James? Would you rather have Chilwell? Like, if I have a construction where would I rather play a 5K midfielder and Rajishka, or would I rather play a 5 to 6K forward and play one of the ZH, the 8K defend, you know, 7K defenders. And I take a look at at the guys, you know, the Godoses, the the IUs, the you know, whatever, Edward at 6,000, and go, if I play Edward at 6,000, what's the, that, that much of a difference between playing him and a $6,000 midfielder? But then my utility spot is now, is, is, is now, like a def- is now I could play Kanosh, I could play Alt Nori as a three defender build. I could, I mean, I could just fill so much more spots. When I the to me the forward slot is the is the weakest spot on this slate. I think there are midfielders and defenders I'd rather play over forwards. The fact that we're playing Havertz and Cash shows how weak the floor on the forwards are. So if the floor is going to be so low on the forwards, I either want to do one of two things. I either mm-hmm. want to pay down to get the if I'm going to pay this for the same amount of floor, or stay in that range but have higher goal scoring upside. So like I don't I don't necessarily care about Rajishka's floor because I need to compare it to that of like Chilwell and James. Right, and but also yes, I need to compare it to that. It's not, it's not the other forwards that I'm worried about. It's that if I'm going to take if I have five thousand left for a midfield spot, do I want Joe Matinho there? Or do I want to just play Godos in the forward spot for the same price and not have to play a Matinho in my midfield spot? And I, th- I yeah. think it's better to punt at that forward spot. Okay. Okay. So you, I understand. All, listen, I, just, I understand all the points that you were just making, but you just said three times at the end that forward is the weakest position. There's no floors at forward. So 
if Rajika is the best play, that makes it seem like you're going to win with Rashika over those other forwards. I mean, that's where the biggest differential is. I mean, what, what, you're only going to win if he puts up like 15 points. Right. Rashika puts up eight points. You're going to be right. like, why well, am I paying 1,000 for this? Right. I, I, I get it. But I, I think it also comes down to where we have a slightly different, um, I guess, floor valuation for Rashika. But I mean, you keep saying how bad the forwards are. You, normally, you want to play the best one then, especially if you're not like giving up much. Like you don't have to play both Chowell and James. I mean, no, I agree with you. It feels like we're making the opposite arguments. Uh, like you're making the argument in GPP, you would think that Rajishka is like the easiest fade at eight thousand, right? No, no. Okay, okay. So you're okay. So this is the difference then. You're viewing the slate as as you're going into this slate building your GPP lineup. So it's like, like just for the people that don't listen that often, like you primarily play GPPs. Mm-hmm. I primarily play cash and small field mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So like your attitude is, so you're, it's the fact that you're viewing Rajishka as a quality GPP target in your lineup. You're just going in, assuming that there may only be two goals scored on this entire slate. And if Rajishka has 14 points at forward, like he's going to be in the winning, he's going to be in the winning lineup. And I'm approaching it from a perspective of there may be four goals on the slate. I'm not sure where those four goals come from, but they're more likely to come from someone that's forward eligible. So let me take a cheap shot at a forward eligible player. And then let me make sure that my utility spot, let's make sure that I'm not punting a defender, right? Let, let me make sure that my, both my defenders and my utility get at least double digits that if Rajishka gets 14 and my forward gets four, I could still win with the 10 point difference because just the rest of my lineup is so much better. Yeah. So pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I do think Rashika is like a better cash option than GBP, but I do like him for GBPs too. Yeah. These smaller slates floors are so much more important. And I mean, let's like Rashika had five shots last week. Like there is upside there. We can't just say that he's not going to be involved in a goal. Um, but like, it just seems like it doesn't, it's hard for it to really hurt you because, you know, there's not, there's not going to be five other players that, that put up big scores a a lot of times. So like having a big floor, I mean, usually can only help in these smaller slates. Yeah. I kind of agree with Ryan on this one. Uh, mainly just because, I kind of don't agree with the odds here. I think Brentford, I don't know. I I do like them at home, but I feel like they're kind of overrated in this spot. Like they're 1.74 implied against 0.83 implied. Just if you look at the recent play and how the how these teams are playing right now. So, so Brentford, they're coming off that 3-1 loss against Burnley. And their defense really hasn't been the same with Zanka in the back instead of uh, Christopher Iger. And I think that's made things a little tougher for them. But if you actually look at Norwich, I know they're terrible, but outside, remove that 7 0 loss at Chelsea. And they've actually, they were pretty tough against Leeds. They, they held strong against them in that loss 2 1 last week. And then prior to that, there's a couple scoreless draws in there. So I kind of think like this match is going to be a little more even than the odds suggest. And then just going back further. So Thomas Frank and Daniel Fark, the two managers of these teams, they've been there for a while. So they they know how each other play. 
And the last five meetings between these teams, all in the championship, uh, neither team has scored more than one goal. It's up. It's been super defensive. It's been, it's been back and forth. It's been close matches. And I think that, uh, like, if you don't want to play and look at the odds there, I think just if this match actually is even, as you know, recent results, recent history suggests, then Rashika, you know, I I do like him in cash games more than Havertz, and you know, maybe that's not the not the best move because he doesn't have the goal upside, but I, I just like that floor that Ryan's talking about. I would be I would be perfectly fine with that. If you were to tell me that you were going to play Rajishka over Havertz and then punt in your other forward position, like I I wouldn't be against that. It's more of the fact of paying up twice for two 8K forwards. Just I feel I feel like my I feel like my builds are much better without that. Depending, depending on who you play in your midfield spot, it really comes down to, do you think, with Milivojevic out, do you think Connor Gallagher is worth 9,100? Yeah, so you're right, actually. It, it might come down to, <clears throat> if Milivojevic is out, like Connor or Gallagher or Rashika, I don't know, it sounds to you like maybe, maybe neither of them. Um, yeah, I do on this slate. You know, it's, it's sort of a similar thing. If it was a five or six game slate, no, but like, uh, these guys are just like free squares. I mean, we, you don't need the no money. No one's a free square. Come on, man. Okay, ninety-one hundred isn't a free square. Get out. No. Okay, he's just like, I don't know. I I think I don't know on these smaller slates. These guys with the highest floor are almost always in the winning lineup when there's not going to be a lot of goals. I uh, I just don't think it can hurt you too much. Yeah, I, I like it. He might not be worth it, but on a smaller slate where um, one of the teams is Burnley, you know, Norwich, Brentford, Wolves, Palace. I mean, there's just not that many spots to go. I mean, he's clearly the best midfield play, just clearly. I see what you're saying, but I don't I just know. Think, I, I just think there's so many special, viable in cash and GPP-worthy midfield plays in the 5-6K to 6K range. I mean, I, I think, think I think I there's a, most of – I mean, literally – most of them. Okay, like, but, there's only the two, mid- but like there's only two players on this slate that have a 10-point floor, I would say. Gallagher and Rashika. Yeah, and you're paying twice as much for them. So like Right, like, but like all the other players are just going to score the same. Okay, well then to make that case, if you it I'm I'm saying I believe the pricing to be much more efficient. I think the Ross it comes down to the roster construction dynamic. And I think I'd much rather pay I'd much rather pay for the higher price defenders as a priority than the higher price forwards or higher price midfielders where I already have options. So I feel like in like in this five to six K range, these guys are all viable. I mean, it's not like you have to play all of them. I think Trin Cow at 5,600, obviously if he starts, I think Olise, if he starts, he's not projected to, I, uh, I mean, we got the Brentford guys. This Norgard has been playing much more forward recently, getting you know multiple shots. I mean, we look we look at the the shot totals the past couple of games. I mean, we take a look. You get two shots, three shots, six shots against Chelsea, which may be an outlier. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems to get peripherals across the board. I mean, it's only only in the past three games, only one was with an assist. He plays all ninety. Right. So like I have no problem with him in the same same way with Godos at forward. Janelt 
at 4,600. I have no issue with. I mean, Matino's there. He's not exciting, but I mean, he's, you have to say he's viable, but nowhere near, um, nowhere near where he used to be and where he used to be wasn't all that great to begin with. Uh, you could even take shots on like Lee's Malou if he starts for Norwood. I mean, it just, it, fe- it feels like I could fill my midfield spots with these guys more so. So I don't have to play anyone at defender like under 5,000. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I don't want to play anyone at defender really under 5,000 either, but um, question for you. If, if replace Connor Gallagher's name with James Ward Prowse, what would you do in cash? Three game slate, Ward Prowse home against Wolves, ninety one hundred. Kind of making a point there. I'd probably say put him <laughs> in and forget about it, right? Yeah. So now I agree with you. If Milivojevic is in, I would never even consider Gallagher. But like again, it's it. I think it's just we might be valuing these players differently. And I'm not saying I'm right. I just I guess I think more maybe of of Connor Gallagher um, without Milivojevic out there. Um, again, like if it was a bigger slate, I I don't think he'd be a priority at 9,100, but yeah. But if I you still play, like if you, well, hold on, Ryan. If you play Gallagher in your midfield spot, does, uh, you're not playing Rajishka. No. At forward. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, one, it's, you're right. It, it's one or the other. Yeah. It's one or the other. And, and if I, if I, had to, if I had to choose, see this, this is where that fine line comes in. It's like if I had to choose in a vacuum between Rajishka and Gallagher, I'd say Gallagher, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think you would agree with me, but mm-hmm. the sense of the matter is I think there are more midfielders on the slate than forwards. So it may be more viable to have Rajishka in your forward spot than Gallagher in your midfield spot. Yeah. And I, you know, I like those midfield options that you mentioned. Um, I just. Yeah, I like all the midfield options that you mentioned. I just think, uh, you know, none of them are guaranteed more than five points. Like, the, it's not like guys we can necessarily count on. I, uh, I like I like Trin Cow. I don't mean, he, he always gets subbed. He doesn't have sets. I mean, look, at he he scored more than 10 points one time this season. But, but I like him. Um, you know, the Brentford guys, Norgard's done well recently, but historically he's a defensive midfielder who doesn't get involved much. I'm not sure what his role would be with Godos in there. If it's the same, you know, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I just think there's a lot more uncertainty. Um, but I, yeah, I think, I think there are options. How about someone like James MacArthur or something like that? Is he going to be in 3,500? I mean, no, I'm not doing that though. That's a center back. If you have 3,500 left, would you take uh, MacArthur or Goodmanson? I take McCar- I, I I don't see a need to play any of the Bullet Burnley guys at all. Um, Even if, if like you if need, if you want to just punt at your second forward spot. Well, I guess so. I mean, if you're going to punt, you might as well just go all the way down at that point. <laughs> Whatever green dot is the lowest price, and just say screw it. I well, guess so, but I mean. I, I I can't see Burnley being targets on this slate, no matter where you I mean, look, Chris Wood is cheap. Like, you play him in GPP, if anything, but these other guys, Westwood or McNeil, it's just like Chelsea's going to have like 70% possession. Yeah, but yeah, I agree. I wouldn't uh, target Burnley either, but like to answer your question, I'll take good Munson over MacArthur. I mean, if it's if, if that's the 1v1, I mean, MacArthur has like a four-point ceiling, basically, but 
Um, yeah, I'm just thinking like if someone put together Rashika and Gallagher in the same lineup, you probably have to punt somewhere. And yeah. it's either, you know, looking at like a, a sub 3K defender or someone like Good Munson at forward, something like well, that. Well, no, you, you, can, you, you can definitely play Godos at forward. I guess we kind of, you know, Jordan mentioned him, but kind of skimmed over him. I mean, yeah, he's not going to play 90 minutes, but 5,100, he has a floor with shots, shots assisted, and possibly a few set pieces. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, 5,100 is cheap. You, you could make it work that way. Yeah, uh, so I guess that's that's pretty much. I don't know. We covered. Like, is there any cheap position. midfielders? I don't know. Like, is there a midfielder below, you know, five k that, that, I mean, you'd feel. Comfortable? I mean, I threw up MacArthur's, and I can't really be that. It can't, can't be much if I said, "Well, what about MacArthur?" And right. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is there any reason if Milivojevic starts to play him at thirty-five or thirty-eight hundred? Uh, he hasn't like he's taken set pieces, but he hasn't been good this year. Yeah, I mean, I I sort of talk badly about playing him a lot of times, but sure, I mean. 3,800 is fine if it gets you the construction you want. I mean, I just I don't love that he gets subbed around 70 like every time now, but he'll probably get you five points. And just because he takes corners, he always has a chance for an assist. But, like, I don't know. What do you think, Jordan? I mean, he's viable. I mean, he's obviously more viable than MacArthur, so yeah. it works out. But he's not like, oh, Milivojevic is in. He's the first guy into my lineup. It's like, like no, he's just he's, – he's a better play than center back. Like that, that's, that's the compliment to him. He's, he's, he's a better play than that. But if the defender position, like really, I, I don't want to pay more than uh, less than 5,000 for my defenders. Like it yeah. really, I mean, it really drops off. Yeah, I agree with you. And there's some, you know, those expensive options are pretty good. So if you do play some of the cheaper guys, you're probably going to need to make up a lot of points somewhere else. 
Are do you think people are going to realize that uh, that ain't Nuri uh, has been sharing some set pieces responsibility? Um, yeah, I don't if think they enough... read Ryan's article. They will. <laughs> right. I don't think enough people will realize. Um, uh, yeah, he'd be one of the first guys in my cash lineup, I think. Um, is, you know, assuming he starts, he's definitely going to take some set pieces. I mean, probably half of them. Uh, and he has open play value, too. Uh, he likes to cross. He likes to shoot, too. Like he, he yeah, great play. And yeah, I don't he won't be like. People will know, you know, the lobby gets sharper and sharper, but no, he won't be as popular as he should be. And and also Kanosh has is a much better play with Jensen out. Definitely. Yeah. Well, yeah. When you, you want Kanosh to maybe take a couple set pieces or else like, like, yeah, I get it's a good matchup, but I think it's gotten risky with the fact that he just doesn't really go 90 anymore. Well, I shouldn't say that he goes 90 about half the time, but yeah, if he's not going to have, any set pieces, it's more of a GPP play. From his Obviously, game log, it seems more like that he doesn't go 90 in situations when they're down. Yeah, like okay. In all the games that he doesn't play 90, it's been games that down, like 77 minutes, they were down to Burnley. Uh, 72 minutes, they were down to Chelsea. 68 minutes, they were no, they were beating Wolves. Okay, no, so but maybe I see what you're saying. Yeah, you make a good point. Like if they're if they're um if they're shutting out Norwich, um, a lot of times managers aren't going to change up the defense. So right. yeah, that's a good point. So Brent Brentford being a minus one seventy five favorite, I would I would if I had to bet on it, I'd say it's more than 50-50 chance that Keno actually does play ninety this game. Okay, barring a barring an injury, obviously. But but even even if Jensen is in. Kanosh is still a good play in the de- defender spot, but I, I like it much more. If if Jensen is in, it, that makes I'd rather play Jensen at fifty nine hundred more than Kanosh at fifty five, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we, I, we probably should have mentioned that. Like, if if Jensen starts, yeah, he looks good for cash too. But yeah, I agree, and I agree about Kanos. He's I don't mean to just I'm not I'm not writing him off at all. It's a good spot. Uh, it's a good spot at home against, and he has a floor. He has a floor even without uh, set pieces. Do you think th- so, through uh, all this discussion that the most overlooked team on the slate is the third favorite, Crystal Palace? Yeah. Like, well, especially if Milivojevic is in. Well, yeah, for tournaments especially. Yeah, you know, for, people just don't like to play Crystal Palace for one. And then on this slate, they'll be drawn to Chelsea and the other uh, Chelsea, Brentford, um, you know, yeah, I do. Yeah. I think they'll be overlooked. I mean, that front, I mean, if that front line starts with Edward, Ayu and Zaha, I mean, I mean, they could all be like 10% owned for just like a GPP, just in, in the situation that, you know, the Brentford Norwich games, low scoring Chelsea, maybe they only get one goal or something. Uh, Crystal Palace, a uh, Wolves game. So it's lowest implied goal total. What if that game just pops off 3-2? Uh, what if you just do like a TV, 2v2 with that match, go after, you know, Raul Jimenez, get Zaha in there, throw in Gallagher. I mean, those guys are expensive, and you'll probably have to find a way to get someone yeah, low, low end there. But I think it makes a lot of sense, even though... Like these defenses haven't played well, is, is what my line of thinking is. So it's right. like this yeah. does have a low, low, low total here, but... These, these teams aren't getting clean sheets outside of 
you know, Palace against Man City last weekend. But yeah, I, I think it makes perfect sense, actually, uh, especially like on these three game slates, you just don't have as much to fade. Um, You, you only need two games to to, I don't know, underperform. And then Palace Wolves has an easy chance to be the best game and add to that that nobody's going to play those guys. Yeah, jo- Jordan, like Jordan said, the the whole front line on Palace will be under own. I mean, people will play Zaha, um, but the other two guys probably will be forgot about. And yeah, there's such a good chance that these, that that Norwich Brentford game is low scoring. And, you know, we've seen Chelsea bust in these spots all the time. So um, yeah, I think that's a great tournament uh, call. It's also possible that Chelsea win to nothing, and the goal scorers are. Who says that if Mount is active, like and doesn't start, like Mount comes in for Ziyech, Pulisic comes in for Hudson Odoi, they hook up for a goal in the seventy-second minute, and you're sitting there, you know, there's an own goal right early and that's the second goal and none literally none of Chelsea gets there yep it happens all the time or like um either James or Chilwell does it and you're gonna have them in your lineup anyways with you know whatever other game you decide to stack so yeah that that Chelsea front three like yeah that um well, it's far from out that unlike the last game like the last game we didn't have Mount available. We didn't have Pulisic available. Werner and Lukaku were injured and out. So it's like the bench looks like, like unless unless they're blowing them out, like they're, they're going to play as long as they can. They're getting healthier that, you know, if Pulisic and Mount are on the bench and Conte is on the bench also, I mean, like, like these guys, I mean, we know Ziyech is probably coming out at 70-72. And probably the same for Hudson Adoy. Uh, I mean, and it's not a Chilwell or James could be. I mean, if if Alonso is available, I mean, maybe they. Who knows what happens here? But I think we've seen plenty of times. I mean, it's very similar to Man City when they're fully healthy. Of like, oh, Man City are a three and a half point, you know, the, the goal favorite, and yeah, they score four goals, and it's Mares with two off the bench and coming in in the sixty third minute. And you're like, oh, I predicted the score, but like none of the, really none of the starters got, one of them got there, but like four of them didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Mount and uh, Pulisic being on the bench. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's definitely a downgrade to uh, Hudson-Odoi, Ziyech. Yeah. Like you mentioned, Chelsea are going to use those subs and they're subbing three of their guys off, you know, before 75 minutes. It just seems to always happen. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of ways for Chelsea not to get there. Um. Yeah, makes tons of sense to focus on the other games. For defender, uh, let's say Espelicueta starts at, at wing back again. If you had to pick three, you got Kenosha at fifty five hundred, Espelicueta fifty two hundred, eight Nori five thousand. Uh, what's the pick there for? I guess just in general. Well, would Reese James be on the bench? Yeah, he would be in that case. Okay, well then I'd probably think that he's going to come on, so I'd be a little worried Let's about. Let's say Reese James tweaked his ankle. Like if I was going to get ninety minutes from Aspilicueta at wing back, yeah, I'll take him over Kanosh. But I, I don't know. I, I think I like Ryan Alt, Ryan Eight Nori the best. Uh, if, if those were the three options. Okay. Um, but Chilwell I mean, would be better than all of them. But I mean, he's obviously more more expensive. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, just those just those 5k options. Um yeah, I mean is that what second is that what we think? Yeah, I mean I just I I don't see how James doesn't start after scoring two goals last week and resting in the Champions League midweek. I think he did. Yeah, he did. Um so but yeah. I I, I mean I like he could have yelled that uh, Tuchel uh, before before the Champions League game. They got in a fight, so he could just be benched. You never know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering why you brought that up. Well, yeah. I mean, if if Aspiliqueta started and James wasn't in the squad, yeah, I'll 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 take ninety minutes on the wing for fifty two hundred. Absolutely. He'd probably be. I don't know. He'd probably be just as popular as Chilwell, I guess, in that situation, just because he's so cheap. Yeah, and it would increase Chilwell's popularity too with no one else to spend for if James isn't out there. And then uh, goalkeeper, I don't know why you'd want to spend 5600 on the Brentford goalkeeper, maybe because you're just playing Norwich, but you got to think Mendy and cash games and then, I don't know, maybe go for Nick Pope and uh, GPPs and hope he gets you know five-plus saves. I yeah. think it's more likely that I play cruel than Pope. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, it's cheap keeper. Make an argument for any of them. I'd I'd rather go with cruel too. I mean, like you said, Adam, uh, th- that game's been low scoring in the past, and I don't know. You know, do you want to play the keeper against Brentford or the keeper against Chelsea? You could argue that Pope might have more upside if if you know somehow he keeps a clean sheet. Um, but yeah, just in general, I think it makes sense to to pay for Mendy on this slate, um, and that might influence you know some of the things that Jordan was talking about, and and maybe be going away from Rashidska or or Gallagher in order to afford Mendy. I don't know, Jordan. What do you think about Mendy uh, on this slate? I'd I'd much rather have Mendy than have Rashidska. I mean, like I'd much rather have. That's like that's really the decision because I'm I'm not paying less than five thousand for a defender. Mm-hmm. I have midfielders at. Five thousand, I can play, and I can play a Godos in the forward spot. So it's like, like I I view I view Mendy as a goal. I mean, like so it's like if Mendy gets twelve points, ten points, a one nothing clean sheet win. It's like, why do I need? Well, Rashid just scored fourteen. Yeah, then. But if Havertz has a goal, and that's how Mendy has his clean sheet win. Like, why do I, I got the points that people have from Rajishka, I got from Mendy, right? Yeah. And if I, I could have Ziyech in that lineup also. I mean, like, to me, Mendy is more valuable than than the, like, that's why I said that second forward spot seems like, why can't I just plug in anyone? Okay, so yeah, now look, I'm coming full circle now. I'm looking at this, at that construction with Mendy and no defender under 5K. Um, yeah. I can see Rashika not fitting there. Uh, and you could also see Kyle Connor Gallagher not fitting in that lineup either. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If you're going to go with a construction like that, it makes, it, it makes sense. Um, and yeah, definitely. And it's also a construction that still fits to the, this is a low scoring slate. And you look at that construction and you go, maybe it has a slightly lower floor than the one you're talking about, but it definitely has a higher ceiling. Right, and you're going to make up a lot of the points at defense and keeper. You're going to make up a lot of the lot of points on the field if you play Mendy with defenders over 5K. So yeah, uh, that 
I thought that's your style. You love paying up a defender. Yeah, you you got me thinking. Yeah, that is my style, definitely. Um, or at least I like paying up for the highest floors on small game slates. I, I mean, it, but but those highest floors are at the defender position. I mean, you're that, right. You're right. You're right. Not the fo- not the forward. Like other than like, there's nothing at forward. So why not? If people are going to take shots on uh, in GPP on Jimenez, on Tony, on He Chan, on Hudson Adoy, on Zaha, on Buemo, what if none of them score? It's like, like, dude, you'd oh. rather have the 5K forward that has four points and then like 45 points out of your, your defender spots in, yeah, yeah. and utility I, spots. I totally agree with you. Yeah. The lineup that I was playing Rashidka in had cruel at keeper. So yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta sacrifice. Um, yeah, I'm sort of coming around to. I uh, you, know, you can go both ways, but it's a fine line. I, I don't think there's a correct answer. That's it's a difference between two good answers, right? And ba- basically, the answer is if Chelsea keeps a clean sheet, right? If Clef- if Miller Burnley if, scores, my my Mendy lineup goes. It, right. It, it all comes down to if Chelsea get the win, clean sheet. I mean, that's the lineup. And, you know, Mendy, I think, last I checked, had a better than 50% chance to keep a clean sheet. I mean, the stats are just unbelievable. And um, paying up for goalie makes more sense on smaller slates. So I get it. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. I don't think I'd fill my role if I didn't mention. uh, So we got Antonio Rudiger here. GPP purposes, obviously, only. He's 4,400. He's going to be, you know, under 5%. Oh, no one's, you know, no one's going to look at him just because Chilwell and James are the guys. But he has multiple shots in five of his last six matches. You got to think Chelsea are going to be in the final third majority of the match. There's going to be a ton of set pieces. He's a huge guy. Uh, This is similar to my Shane Duffy call uh, a few weeks ago. Rudiger, not very popular, but possible... GPP winner right there. What do you say? Uh, <laughs> no, I think actually, I think this is probably better than your Shane Duffy call. Multiple <laughs> shots in five out of the last six games is crazy. Like Ru- Rudiger actually for a center back, he, he probably deserves to be priced where he is on this slate. Um, you know, you got to figure he's going to get a clean sheet and a couple shots. He's a guy that scores goals. So yeah, I like it for tournaments. And I'm not just saying that because you say I like everything, Jordan. That 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 one makes sense. No one's going to play him as like the highest priced Chelsea center back either. They'll go to. Right. The I mean, obviously he'll be he'll be low owned for that. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna take a flyer on on a center, I'm not going to pay forty eight forty four hundred. I would prefer to take Mark Guidi mm-hmm. from Palace at twenty eight hundred and get that goal. Right. I mean, if I like. To me, those the center back, like I, I want to pay three K or less in those instances because I'm not rely. I, you're basically relying on a fluke goal, and if you play him in the lineup, you probably play Connor Gallagher in that lineup, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, to, to me, that the most obvious correlation is center back goals are so so most more frequently uh, scored from set pieces without deflections. So take the set piece taker. And of course, probably like Edward takes a set piece on that, on that specific one. And you don't get the Connor Gallagher, but like, like I, I get, I get what uh, Adam, I get what you're saying. Yeah. $4,400 for a center back is just, uh, yep. So yeah, just the only yeah, that's thing what I everyone's paid. thinking. 
Right. So the only thing I'd say is that if he was 2,800, he'd be 30% owned. And because he's 44, he'll be five, you know, so it's that, that that's what makes it viable. But obviously it's a long shot. I'll tweet out the winning lineup uh, once he gets that only goal and the one nil win. So I'll send it both to you guys. But, well, I think, yeah. thought, yes, but, but Adam, you have to realize that if, if Rudiger gets a goal and Burnley score, it's quite possible that my, that me and Ryan's all three defenders still have higher higher scores than yours. Yeah, but those guys cost three thousand more. No, not three thousand more. But Alton Nuri is five thousand, and Kanosh is for fifty five hundred. It's I I I get the cheap. I go to scores in the forward spot, and then you're dead, and then you don't need Rudiger. I think Godosh is going to score. You've mentioned him like 10 times right in the last four well, minutes. Well, because he's the dude. cheapest forward for a favorite. He's probably not going to do He's probably going to he's probably going to score 1.8 points and come off at the 58th minute. Yeah, that he, is had possible. Nice, he had a nice goal last week. Yeah, I think with Brentford, they have like 10 midfielders and any of them could come on at any minute. So, yeah. But all right, three games so, late. I think. Uh, just oh, yeah, we talked yeah. more more than I thought we would uh, about a three game slate. But like, this doesn't this goes with the Rudiger point, but it also just goes with everything. Like these three game slates play a lot different than the five or six ones. I'm like um, lower own goals and just different things um, are more like they're more beneficial. You can win these slates in multiple ways. I I don't know like. I not I'm not uh, doing a good job of describing specific reasons, but just pay attention. They 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 play differently, right? I mean, the cheap like if you could get a cheap goal that's two percent down, you win. If yeah, Kieran there's... Dowell goes out for Norwich City and and gets a brace, or gets a goal and an assist, right? And he's one point eight percent down. You you win. I mean, he's like the only player on the slate that has twenty six points, mm-hmm. and it's just like well. You didn't have to get the rest of your lineup perfectly. You just have to get enough points in the rest of your lineup. Right. So like I get the I get the Rudiger thing, just that I think I'm I'm more likely to try to find that at, at a cheap midfield spot or a really cheap defender spot than a guy that you know that's a 4,400. So like yeah, and, yeah, Jordan. I agree I with the, the strategy, just not necessarily the price tag. Yes, and Jordan, I agree with you about your point where um, well, if he scores you also might have three defenders that are scoring over 10 points. So it's possible that it doesn't help you that much. Now, now that's contingent on all three of your defenders scoring double digits, which is, I would say an underdog to happen, even though they're all good plays, but yeah, I I agree with what you said there. All right. So the goal is to get someone that's 5,500 and have them score a brace. All right. I'll, uh, I'll make note of that and I'll be sure to, you can do it with the palace forward. 100%. Awesome. Yeah, my, that one's I mean that's that's one that you'll have to keep an eye on uh, when lineups come out cuz they've been they've been switching their guys up the uh, last few matches. We currently have Olise in there, but that's I don't know, that's kind of a guess as Jordan you know, mentioned Olise. He yeah, he'd be in play too I think for well, for cash and tournaments, I'd expect him to take a set piece or two. Uh, I believe he's left-footed, and he took a set piece or two the last two times he subbed on. Yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. But that's it. Three games slate, fifty minutes. I think I think we're good from here. You guys had your twenty-minute argument, so we're 
we're uh, <laughs> we're done with that. But if you have a question for us, uh, find us on Twitter. Jordan is at Blender HD. Ryan is at Ryan Balanji. I am at Roto Zadroik. And uh, to subscribe, rotowire.com for a soccer trial, free 10-day trial. You can get everything on our site, but more importantly, you can get the soccer stuff. Uh, as Jordan was saying, you got the cheat sheets. You got everything. Um, projected lineups, you can enter our Discord and just go to rotowire.com slash chat, and you can talk with us. You can let us know how uh, your Rudiger pick or how your Godos pick went, and we will congratulate you. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe to our channel. If you're listening, please rate and review. Ryan, you got your big matchup showdown against Got You Beat. Brighton, our home to Newcastle. Let's just let's just do it here. Shane Duffy, captain, goal, one nil win. Here we go. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tiebreaker for the Saturday showdown. Uh, Shane Duffy's not going to be in that lineup, unfortunately, but. Um, yeah, good luck to me. I'll maybe I'll post the maybe I'll post the um, the head to head so people can see both lineups. But yeah, let's go. That's disappointing to hear. I'm I'm gonna make a lineup for that one, and I'm gonna captain Duffy, <laughs> and then I'm gonna beat whatever squad you have in. But all right, guys, thanks for the show. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks because we got the international break next week. Thanks, guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.